Hi guys, welcome back to the Talks Too Much podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Carla. And today we have an awesome episode for you if you are at all interested in what it's like to start a fashion line, how you start a small brand, or have questions about why plus size is not in stores <laughs> and what Carla is doing about it, um, stay tuned. We just went through the whole process of how she started a year ago, her inspiration, yeah. We talk about all kinds of things, like the surprises I've learned along the way, um, what's coming up in the future, like when I'm hoping for things to launch, um, and different challenges that I have faced along the way. But it's all really exciting. I even give you a little bit of a peek into the styles that are actually launching. So I haven't talked about that yet. So I hope you guys enjoy. So what are you talking too much about this week? I am talking too much about our Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, follow up a to a couple episodes ago. If you listened, we talked all about Valentine's Day, why you should celebrate your girlfriends, and ideas for things to do, little gifts. We kind of went from like tiny scale to large plan of exotic vacation scale. Yeah, something for everyone. I'd yeah. say in there. Still waiting on that exotic vacation. Myself. Yeah, me too. Um. But we had a little Valentine's Day party on Friday night. I was going to have it at my house, but then my mom offered to host it. We did cocktails, the tall, dark, and handsome. Mm, Guys. Just booze. Google it. Straight booze, straight delicious. It's really good, though. Uh, it's like vanilla. It's vodka, um, some sort of chocolate. Kahlua. And Kahlua. Okay. So good. Very delicious. Also does the job because I was like, well, all right. And we're done with one of those. <laughs> um, In my usual fashion, I had half of one. Carla had three sips and was like, yeah. woo, that's great. And then I drove everyone home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a whole bunch of like desserts and had a brownie waffle bar you can put delish. brownie mix in your waffle maker psa amazing and made sundays and then we watched the ashton kutcher um what's her face reese witherspoon yeah the new netflix movie i know i was kind of upset that you said you didn't like it because i think it was great i think that you just talked too much during the movie that's true. I think you should rewatch. Maybe I wasn't it. really paying attention. No, my my one tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then every like ten minutes, I was like, "Can you pause it?" Can you pause it? <laughs> oh, I had something to say. Yeah, this is why. This is how she is. Shocker, guys. <laughs> I did hear someone say that they were like, "I don't really believe the chemistry between them," but they're like rarely on screen together. Yeah. So it kind of works. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I mean, I thought it was a it slightly. Was, it was really cute. Honestly, I feel like Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. They're Could literally such, do anything. Yes, they're so great. <laughs> yeah. But it also set my expectations that like this is going to be like an iconic rom-com. Yeah. It's just it, like it a, was really a cute. Rom-com. You know what's so funny? Pat made the point that because we're so used to these like epic TV shows, like I'm thinking of Game of Thrones, but these like long drawn out shows where there's like so much detail and so much character mm -hmm. stuff. Movies seem like they fly by. Yeah, honestly, I feel like movies, I have used to be like, I, I don't like watching movies, but like would watch three hours worth of TV. And now I've watched it like around Christmas, I watch more movies. And I was like, movies are kind of fun. And the like the whole thing wraps up like it feels like it's like a complete thought versus a, a series. It's a complete thought. Well, really, But I mean, <laughs> yeah. when you're watching a TV show, they're like incentivizing you to keep watching. Yeah. So I almost like, I feel like it's better to just watch a movie. And then you like finish the movie and you're like, okay. I'm done. Like, I'm going to stop watching TV now. Whereas when you're watching a TV show, it's like, you could keep watching forever. 
Like literally forever, it feels like. You know what a great way to watch a quick movie is? Watch a Disney movie with your toddler, but only watch the parts that are happy. <laughs> the Lion King is like 30 minutes if you don't watch any of the scary parts. Is John parts. John just taking a, uh, up taking after you because that's how my childhood was because of you no i'm making him take after me because like the songs you can tell when it's about to get scary this music like shifts i'm like fast forward fast forward fast forward skip 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 so funny and now he's he'll be like mama skip mama skip it's like not even scary (laughs) yeah i know we literally had to i told someone this the other day i was like we went to the lilo and stitch movie and emily started crying and i think i started crying mom had to take us out of the movie theater. We were 14. Because it was too scary. <laughs> no, but we were like, like, I remember that. So we probably were like. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. It was like four and eight. Like, I mean, we must have been. I was probably older than four. Also, my dog Skip, we left. Also, our cousins were, I remember our cousins were with us at the Lilo and Stitch movie. And like, they were fine. Blissfully, like, sheltered. I remember yeah. I was 13. And mom still was like, if you want to watch a PG-13 movie, I have to watch it first. And I don't think I ever cared about a movie enough to like make her watch it first. But yeah, we were so sheltered. Our parents didn't really watch. Sheltered in like the like real life like things cost money way. Like like I feel like we have, but like sheltered in terms of like media. Yeah, we had very like practical parents who were like, "This is how you get a mortgage." Who were very like. Yeah. Like, like, what's your cost per whatever on yeah. that? And you're like, I don't know. I'm five. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, with like media yeah. stuff, TV and movies, because they our parents weren't into it. Yeah. Our parents, that stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't like normal. Like, I don't think we've maybe twice we've sat down like as a family to watch a movie. Yeah. No. So we've watched like a couple comedy specials together. <laughs> That's really, yeah. Like, like in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But weren't you going to talk about the Oh, big, okay. So, heavy, you're sorry. Getting tangent, so- tangent. I said I'd keep it quick because we have a lot of great <laughs> stuff to talk about today. But um, I, yeah, had the Galentine's Day party Friday night. So fun. Then on Saturday, we went to my friend Jessica, who's a yoga teacher and like a meditation, breath work, lots of great things, um, girl in D.C., she hosted a Galentine's Day event that was all about like self-care, self-love, confidence, all that kind of stuff. It was so cool. She had like a bunch of vendors. It was at um, this place in Union Market and there were workshops you could sign up for, which we did one of them sort of. I had Ford, so I couldn't really stay in there. But we also got our aura photos taken. Life-changing. I'm not being life. I think like life-affirming. Yes. I Guys, heard the word soul satisfying and I was like, yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> I love me. that. Doesn't that sound soul satisfying? I heard that and I was like that. I mean, we'll get to why our, our pictures were so like, yes, validating. But I was like, that made me think of like when things happen that are soul. Like I was like, that's like a good word for that feeling of like something that just feels like it's like right yes. for you, you know, yeah. like your gut is like correct about like or aligned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so cool. This woman, what's her name? Angelique or something? Like yeah. something cool. Of course. Something like French. It's like Prism Aura, I think. Prism. Prisma Aura. Yeah. Prisma if you go to Aura. our Instagrams, we posted about it. But um, she, you just sit there and you put your hands on these two things. And honestly, we're not entirely sure how it works. We have no idea how it works. It's an aura photo. <laughs> so... Honestly, I was expecting to just take this photo and be like, haha, it looks cool. Like, gonna yeah. like put it on a bulletin board or something. Like, I was not thinking like this is gonna be like very something I think about for like 
months after the fact but well yeah we thought about doing it together but then she was like it's hard to tell you know like whose energy is who and we're like okay sure sounds good like we'll do them by individual yeah. we did them she uncovered carla's and started talking and we were both like jaw on the floor it was also so fun to do it together because you were like that's true that's true like about mine you were like like, because, I mean, obviously, it feels like you can't see yourself accurately all the time. Yeah. But, like, the stuff she was saying about you, I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like, oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. Like, that's something you've talked about or whatever. And I feel like you were doing the same for me where you were like, yeah, that's, like. Well, the first thing she said for you was, are you, um, I forget the word she used, but basically, are you, like, preparing to take a big risk? Yeah. Like, are you working on a big project or something like that? Like, what? What's but like it, it was like it was like a, it was a she used the word risk though and you yeah. were like I'm starting a dress line. Well, we had just been talking about the dress line on the way, like in the oh car God, on the way guys. there, which is what we're gonna talk about in this episode. But I was we had like five minutes earlier had been talking about it. I had been talking about like the money and like the like basically the risk of it. So it was so weird that that was like the first thing she mentioned, and then she went on to be like about Carla's like this is really special which afterwards you said you were like when she said that i thought this was just going to be like her spiel yeah when she said like yours oh my gosh yours is like really like she kind of acted like like excited about the like colors she saw on my photo because that's what they're like interpreting is like the colors that come out in the photo and i was like as far as we know and like where the colors <laughs> the, are i mean that's yeah, yeah. very like layman yeah i'm sure there's more to it but you know what i mean just and when she said that, I was like, oh, she probably tells everyone, like, wow, yours is cool. Like, I just was like, that must be something she says to everyone. But then by the end, I was like, oh, no, you act I, – I don't think that's – I don't think you're, like, making this up that this is, like, a – Carla's is really cool. It's, like, really dark with, like, only a little bit of color, like, like going purple. up and over her. And after, like, seeing a bunch of other people's, like, on this woman's Instagram and stuff, like – Yours actually is very cool that it's so, like, minimal. Yeah. Um, but she was like, you need to, like, work on trusting your intuition because you're, like, made for big things and people might think that you're kind – you can – what did – she said it in such a nice way. But basically, like, you're a lot and yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. to, like, challenge some people and they're not going to like that. But that's not your problem, like, basically. Me a lot? What do you mean? <laughs> Like, that's something I do see in myself. <laughs> but also that you're, like, super, um, like, empathic and intuitive and you're really good at, um, like, connecting with people and, like, she asked me people. If, she asked me if I, like, listen to my gut a lot or, like, listen to my intuition. And I was, like – or she was, like, do you have, like, a strong intuition? And I said, like, I feel like I do, but I also think that sometimes, like – anxious thoughts also like get wrapped up in that like I sometimes have a hard time knowing the difference and she was like yeah you need to work on that <laughs> which I was like that's really funny but I I thinking about it after the fact I'm like I feel like she's very right because I do have like the sense of when something's like my mind talking and being like all the time and then my actual like intuition which is much less like doesn't freak out like that so yeah. anyway so that's quiet calm voice that right. is so easy to crowd out with everything else in yeah. your head um so yeah carlos was really cool and apparently guys she's like gonna be president or <laughs> jesus or something i don't know um jesus. <laughs> i'm gonna get canceled but, but just it for was, saying that no but it, mm -hmm. she 
she just kept being like, keep like making bold moves and like basically you're here to like make a big difference. She and I said feel that like I've been here before. Yeah, she you did believe say that? that. Yes. Because you have you're weirdly wise. I really, I really like I've always thought that about you how like especially in the last I don't know since we've been adults where we can talk about things and you just have like this bigger perspective not in like a uh, condescending or like a invalidating way you know some people will be like everything happens for a reason you're like yeah go f yourself that's not helpful yeah, but yeah. you have like a I feel like you're really good at like reading situations and people um in a way that can be just like really surprising and also helpful aka why I literally talk to you about everything <laughs> I've always felt like kind of old for my age and I've always like so I I don't know if that like connects yeah. but you're the only one who's ever called me wise so I thought that was just a you and me thing but it's cool <laughs> we like to talk each other up yeah I'm like thanks sis <laughs> and then we'll be like Max and Pat don't you agree that we're like really funny and they're like uh <laughs> well no. I'm like I'm like I don't know if I'm I'm wise all together or whether I'm just wise in your life because I've grown up like like I feel like I can like which I feel like you can do the same for me sometimes where yeah. it's like you see past your own BS. Yes. <laughs> we do know each other very but well. Yours but yours was really cool too and very like I feel like so um, connected to like the time of life you're in. Yeah, mine was a lot more colorful um, and but like like, br- like much brighter. But there was like color just on one side which was like if I remember correctly supposed to represent how you are like like you need to like trust your own confidence more and not listen to so many other people which i feel yeah, like she said lacking clarity i feel like every but mom... like looking for clarity yeah it, like for life and like the vision moving forward which makes a lot of sense because i feel like most things in my life right now are a question mark like career how do i want to handle that how is that going to work out moving forward what do i even want there's a lot of what do i even want like yeah what and what do we want like for our family like more kids or more you know just a lot of like but then when she's like trust yourself it's funny how um pretty specific answers come to mind as like well when i stop clouding out my like gut with a lot of things like being practical or being whatever i do know what i want i just well i feel like even her saying like you need to like something you can work on is like just your own confidence which i feel like is the thing that you've been working on the most over the last like couple years because i feel like after john john you were like at your potentially least confident totally like you gosh like you've always been a fairly confident person yeah but i'm like that i feel like i i remember thinking like a couple of years ago that I was like, most of these things just come down to a, a feeling of being like, I don't want to do it wrong. So I'm going to like ask a million people and then you have to like deal with a million people's opinions. And like, yeah. I mean, we all do that yeah. to some extent. Or like not even realizing that taking a course is like giving you all these ideas that it's hard to know. Was that helpful or did that actually just confuse me more and make me trust myself less? Yeah. I definitely think that, I don't know if, anyone else could resonate with this but going through a hard period of mental health does at least for me took my like dealing with anxiety and depression so severely after John John in that time I had zero self-confidence but then even after I was feeling better there was still this lingering feeling of like almost like, am I stable? You know, like, am I, can I trust myself? Because that really freaked me out. It really scared me. And I had no idea, 
you know, I got like really low. Um, and just like knowing that that's possible, I think it's like, right. it feels like the ground's like shakier underneath yeah. you. It's like less solid. Yeah. But she, she said so many great things. She talked about like, I mean, obviously it's great because it's like a positive right, experience. Most of it was positive, which I appreciate. Yeah. But she talked about how we, like basically how we have um, different strengths and that's something Carl and I, we've talked a lot about like yeah. kind of shifting as we've gotten older with like the dynamics from when you're little to then being adults who are like friends and work together. And Yeah. No, it was so interesting. Honestly, I feel like I'm like, I swear, I think I said this last week, I'm getting crunchier and crunchier by the day. Um, not that, I don't know if aura photos make you crunchy, but I just, I'm like, I feel like I'm... I mean, that could get into a whole deeper conversation, which we don't need to go into right now. But I feel like I – things like that feel like they – like I assumed it would be kind of like silly, but actually left and was like, wow, that was so like inspiring and like I said, like satisfying, like soul satisfying to be like – I feel like I was like meant to have that conversation and that to be the like – give me like that like validation or whatever moving mm-hmm. forward. Like because – like I said, we were specifically about the dress line. Like, that's something I literally feel stressed about. Not stressed about, but it feels like that is, like, it feels like a huge risk. And so for her to be like, yeah, you should, like, be taking big risks. I was like, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, she kept talking. She kept using the word magic, which I know can be, like, a lot of, you know, it's, like, a word for a lot of different things. But I actually really love that she used the word magic because, like, that's what it is. When things like a line in your favor when you put out in the universe that you're looking for something and you like find it like I I I love the idea of believing in magic yeah. and I don't know if, like if you agree but I feel like um like Jack and our grandparents like we've had a lot of different experiences that feel really magical and it kind of feels good to just like Say that's what it is. Yeah, no, I Instead definitely of being like. Oh, that was a coincidence, or that was like weird, or like even no, like signs, just... or like manifestation, or yeah. like honestly, even like prayer. Like when things work out because you like prayed about them, or I don't know, you know what I mean. Like I feel like that's what I'm saying of the whole whole bigger conversation. But between <laughs> between like religion and everything, I feel like all of it is just like the same thing. Totally, just like rebranded for different ways. And well, that was that was my. Ex- full experience when I did my yoga teacher training I had like completely sworn off of religion because it was only a few months after Jack had died um turns out yoga is based in all of the same things of like love and compassion and connection to self to being able to connect to something higher like all the same (laughs) yeah like we grew up Catholic and like I would say I still believe in a lot of that I don't necessarily agree with all the ways that like the Catholic faith has necessarily been like um, interpreted in modern times. Like I feel like there's a lot of that that feels a little less like like I don't I don't know if all that's all. I was gonna say kosher, but, <laughs> but like if that's all like as good, but um, definitely definitely not. Yeah yeah yeah. There, I mean De- there's definitely not. There's a lot of bad stuff, obviously, but I just mean like across the, the root, board. Yeah, but the roots of it. Yes, a lot of the roots of it, which I feel like most. I feel like most. <laughs> same people would agree is like it's a lot of things are like they mean well and can be obviously miss 
misinterpreted and mis misled. But yeah. I don't know. I just feel like so much of this stuff. Like I'm like, what's the difference between praying and manifesting? Well, I, like yeah, I was, yeah. nothing. Like <laughs> in my mind, maybe other people feel differently, but to me, it all feels the same. With like praying and meditating, like pretty similar. Like obviously, there's like guided meditations, but there's like guided prayers too. Like it's all like I guess it depends on what you like totally believe in. But I feel like most of us are. I remember for our confirmation, we did a, you had to do adoration, which is where you literally go in a chapel and you sit there and you like stare at the altar and you come out. And I remember almost like after, you know, so long you come out, I remember almost feeling like high. I mean, I was in middle school, so I wasn't actually high, but (laughs) it, it was my first like real experience with meditation because you just had to sit there and breathe. Yeah. You weren't even supposed to pray. You were just supposed to sit there. And, like, isn't that what we're all, like, craving in our, like, overconnected lives now? Busy. Is, and I'm like, yeah, that – I mean, obviously, meditation isn't a new idea either. But, yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's like things get um, brought back up with a different yes. word. Yeah. But it's, like, the same fundamental things that we all have all needed since the beginning of time, which is, like, so cool. To me, that makes me feel yeah. so connected to, like, Me, too. History. I feel like having that thought has made me be, like, okay, I don't need to, like, figure out what I believe in. I can kind of, like – Just believe. Just believe in, like, the magic of all of it because, yeah, like – What's the difference between magic and miracles or something like that? Like, and I believe stuff like that happens all the time. Um, and especially after Jack. Honestly, one of the things she said in the Oracle to Emily's going to laugh because I'm going to bring this up. But she literally used the word psychic, which, of course, I'm like, I'm going to tell everyone that until the day I die. And, um, there, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I do feel like I've – I'm going to sound so cr- crazy. But I do feel like I like – I feel really connected to Jack a lot and I feel like I can talk to him and I've always wondered if that makes me like, I mean, I know a lot of people, I'm not saying I'm the only one who has that experience, but that has been something that I've like felt so much comfort in. So her saying that I was like, that's cool that like, I don't know, that like shows up in this like silly picture because I like do feel like that's like a huge part of my life. So anyway. Well, yeah. And the psychic thing I definitely see in you just in how you're able to like uh, I don't know if psychic only means people that have passed away, but that's what yeah. I also mean with people that are alive now who you just seem to be able to like tap into what's like more deeply happening to them and have this really like great perspective on it that is so can be really helpful. Um, Anyway, you're great, and you're no, starting thanks. a dress line, and you're taking yeah. risks, and you're moving outside your comfort zone. Yes, so. she said do things outside your comfort zone. I'm like, you girl, you don't have any idea what I'm about to do. Um, so that's what we're doing today, actually, because I'm going to talk about the dress line, about, like, the ideation of it, how, where it is now, like, what's coming in the future. I've been so nervous to, like, give too many details because true well, – what? Let's just start. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Um, I just – I just am, like – I've been nervous to talk about it because – so much can change. So I'm just going to say that at the beginning that like all of this is subject to change. I'm working with like a whole factory in India that like obviously is like a bunch of people. There's all kinds of different things that could happen. And obviously just on my end, on this side of things, like I don't know for sure how everything's going to work itself out in the next couple of months. Um, I took this class about starting a fashion brand, which was really great. But unfortunately, the only downside of it was I heard 
all of the horror stories, like the people that tried to start brands and it took another year or the people who tried to, um, like, you know, they were getting their final shipment and everything came wrong and all kinds of crazy things that kind of make you a little like terrified to do this in general. So I think that's what's kind of held me back, but I've just decided I'm going to be talking about it and everyone will adjust if I have to change something because yeah, I'm sure none of you will care that much um like you won't it won't be that big of a deal so should we go back to april 2022 it's been almost one year i know what's so crazy is we're going back to charleston in like a month and a half and that is where all of this really i mean it started before then but i feel like charleston really clarified it so the pa- let's talk about that experience real quick <laughs> of being in Charleston and going shopping. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say there was a couple things like I've actually I've looked into starting a fashion line like a couple times in the past and never really gotten that far. I did have like one call with like a manufacturer back in like, I don't know, probably 2020 when Emily and I were like, let's start a pajama line, which is still on the table. Yes. I'm still into that Cute, idea. Cute, comfortable, not see-through. But yeah, not matronly. Yeah. Anyway, that's still an option one day. But yeah. um, so we were in Charleston the like beginning of April last year and we went shopping and there was a couple stores I had heard of that I was I knew were on like King Street or whatever that I was like, oh, we should go into these, whatever. And so we walk into this one specific store. It has like super cute a billion super cute dresses and we're looking around and I didn't even assume they'd have my size. I just honestly was like, there's no way um, because that's every store, especially small brands. And so Emily Emily comes in behind me and she's like, where are your plus sizes? And they're like, ah, like the look of like panic on these yeah, shop you wanna, girls' face. You, <laughs> just say, like assume they're there, but you just can't find them and say, "Where? oh, where are your plus sizes? Watch them panic. Well, also you were they like- start hyperventilating. You were pretty pregnant at that point because this was April and you were doing like June, right? Yeah. So you're pretty pregnant. So one girl thought you were talking about you- which, like, whatever. Legit. And then the other girl was, like, talking to me or whatever. Um, turns around, tur- or it turns out, the plus sizes are upstairs, but the steps are being painted. So you can't actually go up there. Yeah, obviously. Oh, are you, are you hopping, little bunny? No, my, I'm jumping, like, 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 Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, 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 the plus sizes were nowhere to be found. Well, also, yeah. they were like, yeah, 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 we do have plus sizes. We have XXL, which, like, anyone who knows plus sizes knows that doesn't really count. But, okay, I'll, I'll you know, it's better than most some places. You know, I'll give them that. So they find like the three XXLs in the whole store and I go into a dressing room and of course, like literally one of them like did not fit over my body, like literally like my shoulders. Um, One of them I got on, but was like super tight and they were like, oh, do you just want to like, one girl goes, maybe you can get a size up in that. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't. Because you don't carry it. (laughs) I think it was like another shopper or whatever. Um, And then I'm pretty sure you ended up with stuff in XXL. Yeah, the, I got like a linen shirt and I, I mean, yeah, I was pregnant, but also just I wanted it a little on the roomier side and like yeah. that was the top end of the sizes, right. which is kind of crazy because, not crazy, but I just, I think I am by far like 
medium, like middle, yeah. middle of not me- like not average, average, like middle of the road. Yeah. I'm tall, but like a lot of women are a little, lar- at least a little bit larger than me. And yeah. so it's insane to me that like none of those women. Well, the average size woman in, in America, by the way, is a size 16. So first off, that's just the first note. Um, so if you're like on, you know, right on either side of those, that you're in the majority. Like that's the that's the most of women. But um, what is a 16? Is that an XXL? Probably. I mean, some places it would be an XL. Not this place. That XL was probably like a 10 12 and then the xxl was probably like a 14 16 because the clothes had no stretch to them like yeah. they weren't again i'm not like i said this is like but one of five million experiences like this it's not specific to that store at all but i still think it's discrimination <laughs> the real kicker is the stuff is like so cute so cute the prints and not cheap no like 200 dollars, 150 dollar dresses which i the thing was, is I was in the store. There was like, I saw, I remember seeing someone else that was also plus size who was like helping their friend or whatever. And I was like, what a shame that there are. And my mom was there too, who was also plus size. And I was like, there are like a couple people in here just right now, these like 10 minutes on a random like Thursday who literally cannot spend money here. Yeah. Because there is nothing yeah. in their size. And like, what a, what a bummer for the store. And because like, there's nothing else on King Street that has plus sizes either. Like that's, I remember thinking, wow, you could be so the like specific, like you could be the store that like everyone could shop at if you only carried more sizes. Right. How many bachelorette parties are going to Charleston, going shopping where most of the women are like right at the top top end of their size range? Yeah. Especially because some of the stuff they had could be like, you know, kind of like cover-ups, stuff like that. So anyway, it was obviously a bummer to see that. But then I started to think and I was like, that's – I would literally remember we were walking. We were meeting like the boys at a restaurant, the Darling Oyster Bar, which I love that restaurant. And we sat down and I sat down across from my dad and I was like, dad, I want to start a dress line. Like this is so dumb. Like why are they not making dresses in everyone's size? And my dad goes, okay, do you need some money? (laughs) He was kind of being just nice, but um, he probably would have given me money if I asked for him. Yeah. <laughs> he would but have been your your angel investor. Very lucky. But I was like, I don't mean that. But he was like, yeah, you should do that. Why wouldn't? Why couldn't you? He was literally like, if there's a store here, like that can pay rent on this street, selling dresses, like you can also do it. And I was like, you're totally right. Like why? Why couldn't I do it? And so ever since then, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out because. It just felt like such a obvious miss, like an obvious hole, huge hole, like gaping hole. Yeah. And so I started the process. I spent a couple months just like thinking about things and looking, thinking I could like figure it out on my own, honestly. I did a lot of Googling, a lot of research and looked at a lot of different brands and thought about what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, what I like think is a miss, what, I mean, even brands that I love who just don't carry that many sizes or don't carry that many options or don't carry things that work for people who are plus size. Plus size people don't just want like giant florals and um, t-shirts. You know, people actually want things that will work for them. Like one of the big issues I have with dresses is them not fitting with my size boobs. 
like them being basically too short in the chest because if you have larger boobs, like there's literally, you need more fabric to go from your shoulder to your waist than someone who doesn't have boobs. And that's, that's just the truth of it. And I don't think a lot of brands get that, um, especially brands that are just extending their sizes from their normal straight sizes. I did a lot of research, tried to figure, things out, figure stuff out on my own. And then in May, I ended up deciding to do a like online course basically about how to start a small brand that really helped me like learn the foundation pieces and also learn about a lot of the things I had never thought about. That was also so cool that you chose to do that because it was the course was an investment. Yeah. But we have definitely learned that if there's something you want to do, finding a quality course can literally like help you skip five years yeah and honestly like I feel like it's either a quality course or a person who's like willing to like show you the ropes of things but if you don't I literally racked my brain and I talked to like everyone I could talk to I talked to like a boutique owner I talked to this little store near us I talked to them like I talked to as many people as I could think of that had like some sort of like adjacent interests or something to try to figure out what I could figure out but I wasn't getting far enough on my own so I literally found it just by doing a ton of Googling this course and I took it over the summer. I took so much of it like at the lake because I would like work all week and then we would go to the lake on like Fridays a lot and I would do it on Fridays and like catch up because it was just hard to do both. Um, but it was so fun because I like made mood boards and learned about sales strategy and learned about Things like you would never even think about, like the care tags on the inside of your clothes. Like someone has to make those. <laughs> I never thought about them. But things like, yeah, the back tags, the hang tags, the size tags, um, about tech packs, whether you need them or not, fabric composition, um, fat fibers, like literally learning about like the different kinds of fibers. And now that's like a big thing with like recycled fibers and whether that's actually good for the planet or not. And there's like a million, obviously thoughts aren't all of that but I ultimately decided in terms of fabric to go with 100% cotton because that's something I personally like I ended up going with like a poplin I can explain more but oh, love a poplin <clears throat> so uh, fresh and crisp so crisp um so I took that course most of the summer into like September basically and ended up finding a factory to work with I actually found two factories and one is local then I actually went to visit um which I was really thinking I was going to go with but it didn't quite work out just based on like the way that they charge um also along with like they're mostly making synthetic material clothing or like knits um so like stretchy fabric and I really wanted to do cotton and so I was like it's sort of better to work with someone who does that more often um there have been a million surprises on this whole yeah. thing, but even yes, the fact that you were like, oh, there's this this uh, manufacturer in Baltimore that seems like a great fit, but like they literally don't do the fabric that you want to do. Yeah. So a factory in India actually was like a better fit, mm -hmm. like better as far as language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really surprising. Like you think, oh, like make it local if you can, but that's actually way more. Like, that sounds complicated, but it's actually, like, even more complicated. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, there's this whole idea of, like, yeah, it, I mean, you obviously, cost is a part of it, but it was really a lot more than that. It was, like, don't you want to make clothes with a company that makes similar clothes already? In term, You know, in terms of, like, it just, there's, like, there's pattern making, there's grading, the sizes, that's, like, a huge thing. Um, yeah. They're not just 
running it through like a sewing machine and spitting it out. No, these are hands on. They're like they're hands on and they're they're taking your like instructions and creating a pattern. So like yeah, them yeah, yeah. knowing how the fabric works and fits and stretches and moves, like that's all like yeah. essential to having a quality piece of yeah, like you, clothing. It, it doesn't seem like it would be that big of a deal. Like it's sewing either way. But if the fabric stretches, it's like a completely different situation because you just have to sew it in a different way versus if it's something that doesn't stretch. So like I said, I'm not doing fabric with stretch, but the dress is I'll have a lot of stretch in them that's like been built in because you're a genius. <laughs> well, I like a stretchy dress. It's funny. I when I've posted things like on TikTok or whatever, a lot of people have said like, "Oh, make them stretchy," which I understand. But if you want it to be stretchy, it's probably going to be like a polyester situation. And I personally don't love a lot of polyester. I I wear it obviously, but I don't wear a lot of polyester uh, because I don't like the feel of it personally. And I feel like cotton is like cooler. I don't know. There was just some some choices and I'm not saying I'm going to do the same types of dresses forever this is like what seems right right now but I might change things but in the future so you found so uh, I ended up picking the factory ended up picking the factory which was that was like hemming and hot honestly something Max said ended up being the thing that like made me decide to go with the factory in India actually because I can just share this I don't care I the basically I would have I could have made less in Baltimore but they would have been almost double the price. Me, yeah. They had, a, they had a lower minimum. Yes, lower minimum. Whereas in India, they have a higher minimum, but the price per item is less because they can mill, they're like milling the fabric there or some of the fabric and they're printing the fabric there. Oh yeah, guys, they're creating the fabric. It is insane. It's a whole thing. Um, and I really wanted to do block printed fabric, which I'll get to, but that obviously originates in India. And it's made in India. So I would have been making the fabric, shipping it to Baltimore to make the dress. The whole thing would have ended up being like significantly more expensive. Um, And when Max made me realize that I would be spending basically the same amount of money, but getting less product, I was like, well, that's a big thing. And I was really worried about like having too much product. I think for some reason in my head, that feels like it would be some sort of like a failure to have like a bunch of leftover product. Obviously, I'm not trying to waste product and have like all this, you know, inventory just sitting around. But when I realized that one of my biggest plans for marketing is to do influencer marketing and like basically gift these dresses to people, I realized that that would be so beneficial to have additional dresses so that I could do like a big marketing push with them. That's part of why I ended up going with India. Yeah. And honestly, the factory that I've been working with has been like incredible. Like I have nothing but good things to say about them. They're so communicative. They're so like on it. Like it's been great. So I don't have, I'm, I'm really glad with that choice. It's funny. I haven't thought about that choice in a long time, but I literally was like up at night thinking (laughs) about that for months. Um, then in, I guess it was September, October, um, I sent them the initial like plans for dresses. I sent them like some dresses where I liked the fabric, some dresses I liked this, this top, I liked this bottom, I liked this sleeve, all that kind of stuff. And along with some like drawings and inspiration and all kinds of things to come up with the initial first like samples. And I got the first official first samples when I was on vacation actually. And my mom went to my house and picked them up and then like tried them on for me over FaceTime. I should like find those pictures because they're really funny. My dad put one on. Um, (laughs) And they were in this like horrendous beige color because that's what they make your samples in initially. And it was like, oh, so awful on everyone's skin tone. But that was when I was like, oh my God, I have 
example. Like, these are like real dresses. Like yeah. this is something I like created. Um, and then I obviously did some edits to them. I got them again in like another – it actually got them in color this time, the next time. And then most recently I've gotten them actually in the prints they're going to be in. Um, and that was super exciting because it is crazy to see the print actually on the dress. I feel like I was very, very, very specific about what kind of prints I wanted. And these are block prints, which if you haven't heard of them, they're – they basically roll fabric out and take – hand carved wooden basically stamps and they cover them in ink and they literally hand stamp the fabric like normally like probably I don't know like eight stamps wide and then they obviously do it down like rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls of fabric and a lot of times if it's multiple colors they like stamp every single color so there's like sometimes like three to four to five blocks per fabric it's the craziest, coolest process. If you're interested, look up block printing fabric. Um, and so I knew I really wanted to include that because one, I just love the look of it. I think it's like, it's like so organic and pretty, but still has like pattern to it. Um, and it's just this really cool, like slow fashion piece that like every piece is going to be like a little bit different. There'll be like slight variations to them. I just feel like it won't look like something you can get at Target. Um, and I feel like that's part of the fun is like, I want these pieces to be like so special and so fun. And I want especially plus size women to feel like they're going to get this thing that is like this really cool brand that they have never been able to shop at. And the brands that do make things like this only go up to maybe large, extra large sometimes. And it's just never been available to them. And I feel like it's so like, they're just going to be like these breezy, fun summer dresses that you can like dress up or dress down no matter what you want to do and I feel like this pattern is just like it's like so high-end but so um like accessible approachable for, yeah, yeah like for an everyday dress um it's not like I mean there's a million beautiful handicraft things like you could do like beading you can do embroidery you can do I mean there's a million beautiful things but this just feels so like classic but a little bit different and I feel like it'll like my goal is obviously for this to be like your favorite dress in your closet. Yep. So at this point, what are you looking forward to actually launching? Yeah. So the biggest thing I am working on right now, um, well, the kind of the last pieces that I'm doing for the dresses, they're basically decided on, um, should I tell them what I'm launching? Like, I mean, I feel like the pod... If you're still the, listening, the pod, you're my bestie. <laughs> the pod people, you guys are the first to know. So I'm launching four dresses, two styles. So there are there's a short dress and a midi dress um, and a print and a solid of each. And I feel like the prints oh my God, guys. are so good. And uh, the solids, I love too. Um, well, the solids are just classic. They're like yeah. these beautiful saturated colors that you can literally wear. I feel like they're colors that anything. will look good on everyone. Like I yeah. know that people say that, but like there's – I just – I can't imagine someone this like wouldn't look good on. Um, And so those are the four dresses. So the last sort of things with them are the tags. I'm working on figuring out all the like care instruction tags and the hang tag. And that's honestly taken a long time to like – because one, you have to buy those in like really huge quantities. So I'm trying to make them last. Um, 
And like the tag in the back is going to have my brand on it. It's like so crazy. Uh, and like what I want the size tags to look like. I'm just doing regular sizes, I think. I'm going to do small, medium, large, 1X through 5X. Um, some people do like their own fancy sizing, but I kind of don't think that's good. I think that's annoying. I think, that's annoying. A, I think it's a barrier because I've seen – what was I looking up? And I got – I was on some website where they had like their own – and honestly, I had like – three seconds to make a decision whether to buy it or not and then I got distracted and I didn't have yeah. time to like check and I never ended up going back for it because I'm like I don't have like I don't know what my measurements like yeah that's no it just it, like, like it requires another step of the buyer yeah. to like figure out what they're supposed to be and it's too much I know I feel like it's like then you just go to the size chart and look for your like the size chart you know they make them in like you know a couple you know, word sizes or something. I feel like there's a company that does that. They're like brilliant or whatever. And then you just end up going to the size chart and looking at it and saying like, great, what's a large? What's, yeah, <laughs> what's the 1X version of that or whatever. Anyway, so I think I'm going to do regular, like a sort of regular sizing. And those sizes, yeah. that will actually cover because these dresses have some stretch to them and are a little bit more of a flexible fit. They, that will size, be covering sizes 2 to 32. Which I'm just like really proud to do because that is like a huge size range for a small brand. Like, I don't know. I don't know if there's any other, maybe I've, I mean, I've done a lot of research, but I don't know there's another brand who has started out like a new brand that has launched eight sizes that cover that many sizes. So anyway, I'm really excited about that. Literally everyone, you know, can wear it. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that. I mean, I'd love to also, it's like, I, I do plan to offer like extra small and things like that in the future. I just like literally had to cut it off at some point because this is really expensive um to do it's really expensive dad sizes um which is why brands don't do it and yeah there's there's a whole other multitude of things with that um but yeah so i'm finishing up like the last kind of things for the dresses i decided on like quantities for each dress um so yeah that's that's all pretty much good to go and then the next thing i'm working on is the website which is so exciting um, so if someone is like, this sounds like something that I could use because they are either within the size range or are just looking for like the daily dress to wear to like make their life easier. Like, I'm just thinking of like a new mom. I, the ones that you're launching first aren't breastfeeding friendly, but yes. like I still, even I'm almost done breastfeeding for it and I would definitely still consider myself a new mom like if you are running around to know that there's something hanging in your closet that literally for any occasion you can grab and put on and it's like flattering you can wear your comfortable bra yes where your did I say that already that they're all regular bra friendly that's like a big important piece to me because homegirl is I am not going bra free and I am not wearing some sort of sticky bra situation oh god I'm wearing a regular granny hoist these suckers up bra and yeah, i want dresses that i can just wear i can just put over my body and i don't have to worry about what bra i'm wearing like where the straps are like it, it's just good to go um that was very important to me i mean that definitely makes me shy away from clothes if i have to put a strapless on i'm like yeah maybe in a few years also the other thing i've done is add a little bit of extra fabric to your waist so basically from like your shoulders to your waist because if you have larger boobs or just boobs at all like you literally need more fabric to go over them so that the dress isn't hiked up like right under your bra you know like yeah. if you want it to actually hit your waist so 
I've tried to make them as like curve friendly. Both options have skirts that are nice and flowy and easy. They also both have pockets or I should say all four. They all four have pockets. Um, so they're very flexible in terms of your like life. Like you, they're nice, good sized pockets that you can actually like fit your whole phone in and like live your life in. I, one of my rules for life now, especially having little kids is if something comes in a version with pockets, I'm spending the money to get the version with pockets, yeah. like workout leggings, because I always need to be sticking uh, tissues, binkies, my phone. Like I just need more hands and that's what pockets are for. Yeah. So everyone's going to love that. Um, they're also like, I feel like they're a little bit size. There's wiggle room yes. because you've made them stretchy. Like yeah. how does that work? Yeah. So I plan to have like a lot of like my goal is to have a model of almost every size or each size, ideally each size, which hopefully that will work out logistically, um, to show them. But also I, there'll be like a really extensive size chart. So you'll be able to figure out what size you are. Um, but they're, they're quite stretchy options. So they're the kind of thing where like, if it was a little bit big, it'd be fine. And if it was a little bit small, it would also be fine. Like you could make it work either way. Um, so I feel like that'll make a big difference because I feel like there won't be quite so much like pressure. Like I wear a true 2X in most places. Um, and so like, obviously I'll be in the 2X, but I have tried on the 1X and it's like a little bit tighter on my boobs, but like could still be fine. And the 3X obviously is just a little bit loosier, loose and more blousey on me. Um, but I hope that it gives people sort of the flexibility to wear something in their, have something in their closet that like, it's going to work if you gain or lose a couple pounds like it's still gonna fit you well and you can still be really comfortable in it I love that they're so especially you know being someone whose body has changed a lot over the last few years the idea of having something that like I can pretty much bet that you know even over a period of time it's still gonna work for me that's like so nice yeah I just know that myself, like when I find a good cotton sundress that works for me, which it feels like I like literally search all year for like one dress. And then it's so nice to just be able to like, you're going on vacation, you throw it in your bag, you're going out to dinner, you throw it on you like, it's just the dress you always yep. want to put on going to a baby shower. You're going, yeah. Yeah. And you just want to wear something and know that you can like sit down. It's not too tight. It's not too short. It's not too like, you're not fixing your bra the whole time. I like a fancy dress as much as the next girl, but if I have to like fucking pull it straps, it just makes the whole experience, like whatever you're doing is less yeah. fun because you're, you're thinking your boobs are going to come out. Yeah. 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 I mean, isn't that the whole idea that our clothes should be facilitating us being able to have a more like present joyful life? Yeah. So the whole idea is that you're not paying attention at all to what you're wearing. Yeah. I really am hoping, I mean, they are going to be dresses that you can like wear with sneakers or you could wear with like a little like wedge sandal or something there. If you're going to like, you could probably wear the like midi ones specifically to like a casual, a fairly casual oh my wedding. God. Yeah. With a pointed toe nude heel, yeah, like, like a blazer over it for yeah, work. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. I feel like they're going to just be amazing. And cotton is so great if you, are gonna be, it's gonna be hot and outside because it just they're not lined they're in not, a good way because yeah. the fabric is so thick. I used a nice thick fabric cotton poplin that's like has some like sort of structure to it and it's really nice because it's not lined so you don't have that like thin lining sticking to your body or anything. Yeah. And I feel like that really makes a nice difference. So 
in this whole process, what has been the thing that surprised you the most? Like what was maybe the biggest challenge of going from I'm standing in this boutique and I'm honestly kind of like frustrated and also just disappointed for all the women like who would dumbfounded. like who would like to feel beautiful um between then and now which you are like very close to launching your own dress line um the how long it takes <laughs> i had are you because it's only been a year i know Isn't it's only been crazy? a year but like it is shocking just like the little things how like that can take i mean a, a piece of it is that i'm working with someone like working with a factory where the time zone is like completely opposite to ours so that slows things down a bit um but also just just like shipping things back and forth takes longer than you think. Like all of that has just, just taken a long time. It sounds, all of it is probably even just what I'm saying all sounds so simple, but there's so much complexity to everything. And I will also say there is, I don't want to say like, I understand why brands aren't making sizes, but it is harder to, it's, it's a lot harder to make plus sizes than to not. It is, much more simple to launch a small medium large brand it is so simple like brands are like factories are so set up to do that and launching additional extended inclusive i don't want to say extended inclusive sizing is just it's just it's just more work there's just it's just not as commonplace and i am so grateful that the factory i'm working with is so amazing and they're like we will make any size you need we will make it work i mean obviously i have to pay them for that so that's the <laughs> limiting factor here but um but it's just such a they're like so excited about this like moving forward and they're so excited to be making sizes for everyone and I feel like it's really cool to be I'm not like dragging them to do this like they want to do this too which just makes me really happy because I feel like I have a really good partner in it and I don't think I think I mean I think you guys know this but I'm not working with any like company to do this sometimes people do like after what I've said people are not going to think that but sometimes people launch clothing lines like with already made fashion brands but this is like completely my thing independent yeah I didn't even say this at the beginning but it's called Carly Kylie collection um basically just like Carla Kylie like I some version of my name but I wanted to have like a separate place for all the dress stuff so that's why it's called Carly Kylie collection and there's already an Instagram and a TikTok up, but I haven't posted anything, but you can follow them if you want. She secret. whispered. She's saying you can follow them if you would like. <laughs> it's a secret. Um, so for now through the launch, which will be when? The hope, the goal is May 1st. Between now and then, what are you working on? Like what are yeah. – a.k.a. You and I. <laughs> the biggest thing is a website, photos, possibly a pre-launch. I'm considering doing like a little pre-launch for probably like email newsletter subscribers. So I'll put my – the email newsletter, like sign up for Carly Kelly Collection in the show notes if you want to be notified when the first stuff goes live. Um, I'm thinking possibly about doing that in April. We'll see how that could work. Um to like give a little discount and launch some of the dresses sooner. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully a full launch May 1st. And um, yeah, we have a lot to do before then. Also packaging. That's like the other thing I'm working on. Figuring out packaging. And mm -hmm. then as far as marketing, what are you 
Give so, give the people a little insight into the mind of a influencer, <laughs> influencer. marketing plan. Well, I've I've started to think about we were actually talking in the car this weekend about like what I want to be on the Instagram. I really want to make the Instagram and like the TikTok for Carly Kylie Collection like its own little like world of like I don't know, just like this little like fairy play. No, I don't say fairy, but like <laughs> I don't know why in my head I'm like thinking yeah. it's this little like wonderland of like beautiful dresses and beautiful things and um I want obviously that to be a big thing the other thing is I'm obviously not obviously I'm gonna send a bunch to all my like influencer friends that I love that like are plus sizes that I feel like will hopefully enjoy this style of dress and then I also am considering trying to talk to a couple different like boutiques there's also a couple like plus size specific stores that I've like started following and stuff on TikTok and everything. And I want to talk to them about possibly carrying my dresses. Um, so those are some like little things I'm I'm considering and working on. Um, and then obviously I feel like my email newsletter, the people that have signed up for like the Carla Kylie collection stuff, like the wait list, those people I plan to send out like the first coupon codes to and all that stuff so that they can shop first and um, test things out because I feel like those people are the ones that have been there for the long haul. <laughs> well, I, I'm already – as soon as they are available, I'm just going to be getting one in every You're pay for style and color. I feel like we can talk about that later. Yeah. I was thinking – um, Interesting. I feel like I'm going to work it off in photography. True. Okay. True. Because Charleston th- is now a work trip. I'm like, shit, we need to like, thank God our parents are going so they can watch the boys because Carl and yeah. I are going to be like shooting every day. I was actually day. thinking about that. I was like, I need to not think that this is going to be like a vacation where I get to relax. Like this is going to be a... Maybe maybe one day of yeah. it. Guys, if you live in Charleston and like being in front of the camera, reach out to us. Because we might have some fun model opportunities for you. <laughs> we have some big plans for everything we're going to capture in Charleston. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. And uh, no, I will not be paying for anything. Thank you so much. I would just like to say that I bought a journal when you lost them. <laughs> Paid full price. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I feel like that is another question is what they're going to be priced at. Yes. And wouldn't I like to know? No, I'm just kidding. I think they're going to give, be you can give a you can give a range yeah i think they're going to be anywhere between 125 and like 150 i'm hoping it's a very tight range yeah it's well specific that's yeah probably like 140 is like probably what i'm thinking i'm actually curious if anybody has listened to all of this and they've heard all the questions i'm saying dm me your opinions do you think it's better to include shipping and do like free shipping because i like obviously have to pay for that so like include it in the price or to have the price and then add shipping on top because I feel like, I don't know, I go back and, back and forth between the, the two. The thing is, is like shipping can be very varied in pricing. So some people, it would be like cheaper for them for shipping to not be included. Yeah. And some people, it would be cheaper for shipping to be included. So I don't know. I would assume I'm paying for shipping and that the price mm-hmm. of the dress would be separate, but I don't know. Yeah. In the land of Amazon. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Well, guys, let me know if you have any questions. You can DM me directly. Yeah, I answer all my DMs. send us questions. Maybe in a couple episodes we'll do a Q&A about mm. the dress line. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.